0: Episode 173 of the Parkrun Adventurers podcast. There's going to be a lot of malarkey. My name is Mel Urbacher. I am the co-host of this esteemed podcast. And joining me this week, a very lovely lady who has been a roving reporter for a little while. She is on the Channel 5 news crew and following on the trend from having uh, people with initials, we had PK, then we had TOC. Those are the initials of their names. Uh, It was pointed out to me that perhaps I should have another M.E. on to join the M.E. that I am. So, everybody, please welcome Melissa Ellis to the Parkrun Adventurers.
1: Hi, Mel. Hi, everybody. This is not going to be confusing at all. Mel and Mel.
0: No, well, see, it's not confusing for us because I know that when I say Mel, I'm talking to you. (laughs) I'm excited to have another female voice on this week. It's been great having the boys, but it's always nice to have a bit of a gal talk. So, I want to know where you park ran last Saturday.
1: I ventured back to a local park run uh, that I've been to quite a bit recently, which is quite out of character for me because I'm usually never in the same place uh, two weeks in a row. But... um, to start off with I had planned to go to Birdsland, but through the week my plans were thwarted and um, I just didn't have the time that it takes sometimes for an adventure when you need a few hours to get over there and didn't do your park run and a few hours to get home so I was like oh a couple of my friends were doing a a milestone over there and I I desperately wanted to be there with them but I I just couldn't wangle it so I was like where else can I go what's what's happening locally that I can reach and where will something you know pique my interest and um, and it just so happened that Point Cook where I'd been the week before doing the Where's Wally theme they had another theme so back I went back to Point Cook. So they had, um, they've had they got a unique situation at Point Cook where they have a, a surplus of Craigs in their parkrun community. So they had a a Craigs day where all the Craigs volunteered. It was lots of fun.
0: I would never call having a lot of Melissa's a surplus of Melissa's. I would just call <laughs> it, you know, a strength of Melissa's or something like that, because it, it can only add extra awesomeness to have more of us.
1: Is that the collective term for a uh... A group of Melissa's
0: Yeah, let's make it the collective term for <laughs> us. Wait, what what did I say it was? A strength. Yeah. Yeah. I e- either a strength or an awesome. An awesome of Melissas. That would probably work also. <laughs> what about you, Mel? Where did you go? I had an adventure, too. I was at an event a trail event called Glasshouse Mountains Conservation Park run. Uh, it was actually the final event that I needed to complete to join an unofficial club um, for the region that I live in, which is the Sunshine Coast but the club is um, known as the Pineapple Club. Obviously you would be aware that I I have quite a fondness for pineapples and I wore my pineapple tights to the events. And, yeah, it was it was a good morning, great volunteers, wonderful atmosphere. I came, I think, 35 out of 36 people. So, a really small boutique-friendly event where everybody knows everybody and they pick you out immediately if you're a visitor because, obviously, they're so close-knit. Um, Some other locals from the Sunshine Coast that are friends of ours, Uh, the Mannings, who we actually first met when we were in Malaysia, they came down as well. And so we all had a bit of an adventure together with their girls who uh, Wes adores playing with, which is always nice, and had breakfast afterwards. And it was just really chill. It's, It's an event that's really close to where my Nana actually lives. And so we popped in all park run fresh to see my nana afterwards and she was happy to see us so that was cool it was a nice little adventure sort of quite close to home but it does mean that the nendies are starting to move a little bit further afield for me and you would know all about nendies that are ridiculously far away because you are a very Prolific adventurer, where is your Nendi these days?
1: Oh, I think it's um in Tasmania.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's that's an achievement in and of itself. It's it's in a completely different state from where you live. That's very very impressive.
1: That's as the crow flies. But I think um, I've, I did some calculations the other day because I was getting itchy feet and I thought, oh, I really need. So that tourist tool, it just tells you as the crow flies. It doesn't tell you in, no. you know, drive time or kilometers. No. Yeah, I need to sort of cross-check
0: it with Google Maps to do that.
1: Yeah, because I keep looking at Ginderbine, and I keep thinking, no, I know Ginderbine's on the other side of a mountain range. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be difficult. <laughs> so That
0: will add hours yeah, to the drive.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's mini Mening- I think it's meningi is actually on my on the mainland it's my it's my Mending. well
0: that's that's still in a different state to where you live yeah <laughs> so you still have to drive to South Australia to get to that one
1: correct we haven't had a lot of launches in Victoria it's been really quiet I don't think we've had one since April
0: ah well see this allegedly greater state according to a previous <laughs> podcast co-host
1: and, and nobody's <laughs> launching events down there there's one on the calendar. We've got um, Beric Waters coming on board in November. I know the area well and it'll be another lovely park run.
0: Undoubtedly. Now, you're a big-time adventurer. Nendy's not even in the same state that you live in. I would like to take it back, as Scotty would say, to where you first got involved with the podcast. Before you became a uh, roving reporter and joined the Channel Five news crew, um, which we made you jump through quite a few hoops to get into, <laughs> sorry about that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was totally worth it. Like. It was totally worth it, though.
1: <laughs> you got your enjoyment out of me, hey. And I said to Talk and Gary, I went, hey, guys, did, what did you have to do to get onto this news crew? Because this is really hard. And they went, oh, no, we didn't have to do anything at all. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think I think um, whether or not you consider it good lucky or bad lucky, I think when you were sort of arriving at the entry to the um the channel 5 news crew i'd say scotty and i were just getting bored um and so we we just had too much time on our hands and thought how can we make this interesting you know obviously you already deserved it but we you know we thought we would make you work for it a little bit harder just to make content and look we tried to do the same thing with mark who joined earlier this year but of course he completely put the kibosh on it by outwitting us at at the first um, (laughs) opportunity so (laughs) we thought we were being extremely clever and it turns out not so much
1: oh well it was all good fun and um, I hope it was a a little piece of um, podcast history and memorable oh
0: absolutely absolutely I I certainly enjoyed and always got a good little giggle out of um, (laughs) the challenges that we set you and and when you just rose to them I
1: love a level up
0: yes you do you do and. Uh, we love to give them out or, or historically we have loved to give them out and I, I still do. So, But, yeah, you, you were a contributor to the pod far before you became a member of the Channel 5 News crew. You uh, were one of the few people who um, would submit audio when we set out the random challenges in the early days and things like that. Can you remember some of the earlier things that you sent in for?
1: I do. I remember the first one. I think um – you asked for adventurers to go to a park run course that they hadn't done before and follow the the course description from the website and run a freedom run. And so, yeah, I dragged my sister and Zoe down. Zoe was on her scooter and I dragged them down to Gels Park I studied the the maps. It was pretty. It's pretty easy, Joel's Park. Really, it's just two loops. But I hadn't been there before, and I didn't really know the paths. And I was nervous about it recording the audio. And and we were f- we were racing the
0: racing the light. I think too, weren't you?
1: Yes. Yeah. 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 We were racing the light, and and Zoe was like complaining because she was a bit littler then, and she had sore legs yeah,
0: no. <laughs> what is my crazy mum making me do this time it's the same old story yeah so no
1: that was the first one and yeah and then a second one was a, a challenge another challenge that was set to to run a parkrun course in reverse and Paul and I were down at Portland um, chasing our statesmanship events and and we and I recorded some audio there that day.
0: I think we set those ones specifically because Scotty seems so geographically challenged when it comes to trying to follow course descriptions without a guide or or a person to give him the, the in-person translation at an event, such as you would receive in a first-timers brief. So it's been a while, but between challenges like that, I think I think we need to bring more of those back in because I loved the early days of sending people adventures to go on and pushing people to challenge themselves.
1: I love them too. I love them too. I want to be that reporter that gets the challenges. That's like, you know how the T V shows they always have that one person that has to go out and do the crazy stunt? <laughs> I could be that
0: person. Oh, don't give <laughs> me
1: ideas.
0: <laughs> I think you might have just thrown down the gauntlet.
1: Well, but anyway, so all these little challenges, they they started to give me confidence. I just got a little bit used to recording audio and I was getting a little bit more, you know, relaxed with doing the whole audio thing and sending it in and yeah, so eventually, I, um, I think at the start of 2000 and or the end of 2017, I decided to set a Year's resolution for myself to rec- actually record a roving report in 2018.
0: And did much planning go into where you would do it and that sort of thing?
1: No, not really. Um, I think once I decided to do it, I, I wanted maybe a, an event that had a bit of a, like it was either a birthday or a launch, so that maybe there was people dressed up or there was some sort of excitement about the day so we had a launch coming up at Lake's entrance so I decided to do it there and I tried to think oh what could I do that would be a little bit different I want to do the same thing as everybody else I don't want to try and copy anybody's style so I think initially I started out trying to think along the lines of fashions of the field and you know uh, interview people and ask them about maybe what they were wearing what their running club was or uh, the very first person I think I interviewed was uh, one of the cardiac athletes and I asked her about her shirt Maxime so she's from Point Cook there you go
0: you have an excellent memory I can't remember what we did last week on the pod let alone Interviews, all that all that time ago. But it's it's been a fun ride. We've loved having you along, and now you've made it to co-host. Where to from here?
1: <laughs> well, who knows? Sky's the limit.
2: Good morning, Parker and Adventurers. This is Mark. Uh, reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew from Gininderra Park Run, which is in um, the northern town centre of Canberra. Uh, we're here for event number 381. Um, this uh, park run actually I think is quite quite big today. Um, first, last one for, for winter and I think half of Canberra's turned out to Gininderra Park Run. Um, this park run has a, an average run time of uh, 30 minutes uh, 45 seconds and its um, biggest attendance is 374 I think we go pretty close to that today to be honest and has an average number of 167 um, per week We'll go over and chat to a few different parkrunners Well I'm with um, Will Barlow who got a um, a mention on um, last week's parkrun for reaching a milestone 250, congratulations
3: Thank you, thank you We had an amazing pace group Managed to rope in all my friends and uh, we all ran out 350s 350s, 350s, and then 330s, and then 1855, and I don't know what happened. There was a bit of up, a bit of down, and now we're at the finish, and there's caramel slice, and lots of smiling faces, and we're, lots of
2: photos. Not, when I went past you, it was a bit of an Elliot Kiptogi feel. You surrounded by a rather large pace group. That was pretty impressive.
3: It was, yep. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, I loved having all my friends surrounding me, um, just pushing me forward. Uh, it felt effortless. It was awesome.
2: Well, congratulations on the 250 and the PB today. Thank you. For, for those um, who are listening, a little fact is that it was actually Will that got me onto doing the roving reports for Parkrun Adventurers, um, so you can thank him or not thank him, depending on um, how you like it.
3: I like the stats, Mark. The stats <laughs> are the great. That's
2: right. I'm with um, Debbie, who's uh, Run Director today, Ginandera Parkrun. Good morning, Debbie.
4: Morning. Hello. I
2: think you got a pretty big turnout today. Do you know what kind of numbers we're expecting?
4: We have a massive turnout this morning on a beautiful morning in Canberra. I'm not too sure. I think it may be close to three hundred, maybe a bit more.
2: Certainly above certainly above your average, but may not tip the, the highest attendance record
4: there. Definitely above average, but known of the who knows, it may even be the biggest ever in yeah. Ginnandera. Well
2: it seems that like, you know Canberrans have kind of realised it's the last park run of winter and decided to, to head out for a run today.
4: Absolutely, they've said goodbye winter, hello spring, they've come out for a run, a walk, a jog, a shuffle, just to meet people and have a good time.
2: It's a, it is a very good um, friendly crowd here today. Um, one thing I wanted to talk to you about is that not long ago you had to change the, the course. Um, what brought that about?
4: We changed the course mainly because we used to run part of a road and so for safety we swapped the course around and it's a great course an out and back course now so you can high five runners as they're coming back through and so it's all good and it's lovely it's very beautiful
2: and how did the, 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 the crowd take to the change
4: they took to it really well and were very supportive and I think they enjoy it
2: Well, you know, a change is is always good, they say, and um, it is still a very pretty course running around uh, Lake Jinindera and some wonderful views.
4: I encourage you all to come and visit. Have a look. It's fantastic. Great people, great crowd, great coffee afterwards, and it's very friendly. Come.
2: All right, well, thank you very much for today. Um, I had a great run, and it was um, good to see Will get his um, PB for his 250.
4: Yeah, well done, Will Barlow. 250, woo! (laughs) Go, Will! Yeah, (laughs) thank you.
2: Oh, that's uh, me down at Jinnadera Park Run. Um, like I said, Jinnadera Park Run in the uh, northern part of uh, Canberra. It's a, it's a wonderful course. Uh, next time you're in uh, Canberra, I want to put on the list and uh, get you also towards your BGs for the park run challenges if you're chasing that. So, uh, Mark reporting out for the Channel 5 News Group.
5: Hello, Parkrun adventurers. It's Greta here, and I'm at Strathalbyn Parkrun this morning, and it's a beautiful day. And I'm here with Mel, and Mel, you're the co-event director at Strathalbyn.
6: Hello, yes, I
5: am. I'm, I'm the co with um, James Clegg. Ah, uh, awesome, awesome. Well, so could you perhaps tell us a
6: little bit about the Strathalbyn Parkrun? What's what's the course like? Um, the course is an out and back course. Um, it's a lovely course, except we do have a little hill that we do complain about. <laughs> but it is lovely. Actually, I, I reckon I I saw two hills. <laughs> uh, well, there's one hill, especially with the pram when you're running with the pram. Um, it's tricky pushing the kids, but yeah, it's yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. So out and back. Um, running along the river. It's beautiful. It is gorgeous, isn't it? And uh, it's a paved
5: course and you're timing at the moment. You've got someone coming in to... <sighs> yes, <concentrate. laughs> So we're
6: going we're gonna to multitask <laughs> yes. here.
5: Well, well done, done, Sharon. Good well job. Done.
6: Sharon, you're not at the line. <laughs> <laughs> well done. And I've just got another person coming. Well done. Good well job. Done. <laughs>
5: and how long have you been event director at Strathalbun? So 12 m- In 12 months, a whole year. (laughs) Yes,
6: I have. (laughs) (laughs) And did you start right at the beginning of Park Parkrun? Not long after it started. So I had my son, and then I started running um, to get fit. And then just started volunteering and then over time then I started being director and then I took over from Paul Jude's as co. Oh, so, lovely. Yeah.
5: Lovely. And oh. you
6: bring your kids out to Parkrun? Most weeks, yes. Yeah. 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 I like to bring them, uh, not have them occasionally so I can run myself yeah. without them. But yes, exactly. most weeks, yeah. Yeah.
5: yeah. yeah. And so what made you start coming to Parkrun? You were talking about getting fit. Did you have a friend who brought you or did you uh, just Yes, my friend
6: home? Rebecca. So I got into running with my friend Rebecca and... Um, okay she had already started coming so then I came and then um yeah it was from there I just started doing more and more ooh, so, awesome yeah and
5: speaking of more and more you were telling me uh, earlier that you're going to do quite a quite a <laughs> long run Sue. tell us about that
6: um yes yeah, so I'm doing Urubilla for the first time yeah <laughs> crazy and, maybe
5: and for the oh you got another one coming on well it. done good job
6: and for those uh people who are near South Australia and who might not know what that is can you tell us a little bit about it Um, So Yorubila is 56 kilometres, but I'm told that it's a little bit over that. (laughs) Maybe about 58. Okay, (laughs) oh gosh, oh gosh. And it winds through the hills and, um, yeah, so... um, It's not flat, is it? It's not flat at all. So um, my poor knees going down the hills, I think, will be my challenge. But we'll get there and hopefully I don't get disqualified. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not by not making the time, but I just need to do it. it's Been on my bucket list, so yep. yeah. Yep. And you do it with friends? Yes, I'm doing it with a few people from Parkrun. So we well, hopefully coming. you'll have a lovely time. Yeah. yeah, it is a beautiful course, and it's
5: on trails, so you just got to enjoy it. Yes, thanks, Greta. <laughs> Take lots of photos. Thank you. Thanks, Greta. Well, good luck for your abila. Thank you for everything that you do for Parkrun, um, and um, thanks for having me today at Strathbop Parkrun. But well, that's okay. Thanks for coming out hello parkrunners and we are now having a um post parkrun coffee and i'm here with robin and helen and um robin you're from main beach i am yes yeah. and you're
7: visi- you're visiting here today i am yes yes staying and in Strathalbyn. excellent and who are you visiting my cousin
5: and helen. your cousin is helen that's me you. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now you're telling me you've done a fair few parkruns how many have you done today Today was my 224th. Excellent. So coming up close to the 250, that's the aim. Yep, <laughs> yes, yep. And you're also telling me that you're chasing a few of the of the milestones, of the unofficial milestones. Yes. So um, you're almost an alphabeteer. Which ones? At which ones haven't you done yet? I haven't done E,
7: H, or J. Excellent. And so, what's your plan for those? I think I'll go to Highfields which is near Toowoomba for the H. J is a toss-up between Jubilee Way or Jindabyne, which would be in the summer. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll put in a vote there for Jubilee Way, South Australian Park Come back, Come back to
5: South Australia.
7: And the E, I'm undecided. I'm going to Europe next year. It might be Edinburgh. Oh, that would be lovely, wouldn't it? That would be be really good. Yeah, that'd be wonderful. Depends on the weather.
5: Yeah. <laughs> And what about you? How many park runs have you
8: done? Oh, I'm actually not a park runner. I'm a cheerleader. Ah. But I have done 3, I think. Okay. Yeah. I've done uh, a volunteer in Darwin for the park run. They were very short on helpers the day that we were there.
9: Yeah.
8: So I was happy to be able to assist. Oh, that's lovely. That's
5: lovely. Um and you've done some you've done some travelling to to get all of your um your
7: various milestones where else have you travelled to I've been as far north as Cairns mm-hmm. south as Albert Park in Melbourne yep. and I've done Woodridge Riverside Park in Western Australia Oh wow yeah and a couple in South Australia yep. So you're getting close to your Peel Club? Yes, I've only got Tasmania to go. I've done ACT in Northern Territory. Yep. So just need a trip to Tassie. Excellent. And is that on the cards for this year? I've just paid to go on a cruise in Europe next year. So So the Peel Club might need to wait for a little while. Yes, it might. (laughs) But um, yeah, I'll probably go to Launceston with Helen. So you, do you two do a lot of travelling together? We do, yes, we're known as the two travelling grannies. Excellent. And how long have you been,
5: so your home parkrun is Main Beach, how long have you been running at Main Beach? I
7: did the third one, event number three, wow. back in the day. Wow. So if you look at how many I've done, I've probably done about half the amount of park runs that I could have done. Yeah. And I've, Thirty-something volunteers. Wow, that's great Volunteers.
5: And you were saying to me that you've got a bit of a pattern with your with your, the way that you do
7: your park runs. I have at the moment. I'm aiming for two a, a month at Main Beach, one tourist and one volunteer. But I'm a bit behind in my volunteering. Right. So I need to make up time. Right. And what's your favourite volunteer role? Well, I like doing tail runner. That is a good one. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, I'm happy to do handout tokens at the end because yes. you get to see the finishes and being back of the pack person now, I don't get to see the front runners and I like to do that. Yes, yes. Yeah. Some of them are fairly impressive, aren't they, there when are, they come across they... the line? Yes, yes. We had someone in Queensland who walked it in 19 minutes 28. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So if you're watching the World Athletics Championships this month, look give a cheer out to Dane Birdsmith. Oh, he's amazing. He is. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Actually, I think we've spoken to him on the um
5: Melon Scott has spoken to him on the on the podcast before. Oh, right. Yeah. Yes. yes, and I've yeah. seen him
7: race. He's yes. amazing. He is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah very impressive. He probably holds the Parkrun world record for a walker. a walker. Yeah,
5: probably, probably. We'll have to we'll have to get our stats guy to look that one up. Yeah. There you go. There you go, Mel, that's one for the stats list.
9: Yes. Yeah.
5: Well thank you so much for visiting Strat-Alben Park Parkrun today. It was lovely to meet you and to hear about all your parkrun adventuring. It's a pleasure. Um, <laughs> and continue to enjoy Parkrun. Thank you both. Thank you. Thank you.
10: G'day Park Run Adventurers, it's uh, PK checking in from Lockheel Park Run uh, for a roving report. And I'm here with a lot of people wearing Fluoro. I know a lot of people love wearing Fluoro for Park Run, but they're wearing Fluoro today because it is uh, Lockheel's fourth birthday. Um, beautiful Park Run here at Lockheel, it's um, on Linear Park, it's one of three park runs that go along Linear Park in uh, Adelaide and uh, in in the Campbelltown area, uh, just near a golf course. We uh, go past uh, some wetlands and uh, then out uh, along the river, which I think is going to be pretty well flowing today. Anyway, we've just heard from Janet. Uh, Today's uh, RD. Uh, Do the speech and uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I've seen some cupcakes, bring it on. I know there's going to be a few bridges, Scotty. Hope you're listening in, uh, that you'll appreciate that. Yeah, uh, let's get out there and get amongst it, and then maybe chat to some crew after. Well, I have just done the awesome Lockheel park run, and uh, it's lots of fun, and uh, it was such a pleasure. I was hoping that this uh, young lady was going to be here. And not only is she here, she is today's RD. G'day, Janet. Hello, PK, and welcome to
11: Lockhill. Thank
10: you so much. Uh, Janet, you're one of the e-, e Are you the co-ED or the ED? I am the ED. She is the <laughs> ED, sorry. Um... Uh, and uh, congratulations on, on a beautiful park round and on your fourth birthday.
11: Thank you very much. Yeah, we've had a good turnout, just waiting to see what the final numbers are. Yeah. But it looks like everyone's come back with great big smiles. And uh, I think definitely a couple of PBs because the cupcakes are on the other side and they're all rushing back for them. Well,
10: I've, uh, I have I have to admit I've had a few of them and they're oh. pretty, pretty good. Um, and great to see so many people getting into the fluoro theme. Yes, yes. Yeah.
11: Nice easy theme, I think. It's, it's easy for everybody to find something to wear. And if you don't wear anything, you don't feel out of place. So yeah. it's fantastic.
10: Well, I hope people do wear something. Yeah, but, yes. but you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, yes, Sorry. yes, yes.
11: <laughs> Just yes. not, We've not got, we, we do have a naked run coming up. <laughs> oh, so, indeed. Yes.
10: <laughs> that is coming up. That's <laughs> yeah. lots of fun, isn't it? Um, what um, And how's it been here at Lockheel uh, over the last year? I'm not sure. Someone probably did a report. Greta might have done a report from here before. Or is this the? Anyway, anyway if not, um, welcome, uh, Lockheel, to the Parkrun Adventurers uh, world. <laughs> but, um, but uh, yeah, so four years, um, highlights, um, challenges, oh. uh, good times. I, I They've don't
11: know. been so many and I think we're just so fortunate here. We've got the most amazing community. You look at our our volunteer roster, it's always full sort of six weeks in advance. It's really really great. We've got a fantastic culture of volunteering here. Mm. Challenges that we may have had probably in our second year when our course flooded Mm. and it it really flooded. So where the Yellow Playground was totally underwater. Um, Then when Campbelltown Council redid our start I don't know if you remember we used to go around around the level. Now we've got this delightful little hill to, to go down and then give you a bit of speed to get going, and then just challenge you on the way back. It
10: is a lot so it's of fun. Been I, great. Yeah. Um, well, it, it is a gorgeous course, and yeah, and I did actually today. I mean, it, it's been a bit wet, but we've been blessed. Um, there's been no rain. Never um, on park run day. I know, right? How good is that? <laughs> I think that would have helped with the numbers, certainly with my crew. Yep. Um, and what? So, what numbers do you reckon you've got?
11: Well, we always like to guesstimate at the start. Yeah. It's a big competition between all of us. I I have gone at two ninety seven. Right. Richard's going with three thirty three. Ah. Um, uh, the others are more conservative around uh-huh. the two sixty 270.
10: Ah, uh-huh, right, okay. We did
11: have three hundred and thirteen last Saturday. Oh wow! So it would be nice if we could top yeah. that this
10: week. Well, yes. I have to. I've got. I've got a, um, a nice surprise for you. I just um, bumped into a friend. Um, and in the beginning of the uh, in your speech, you said, "Was anyone back here for the second time?" And there was someone.
11: Oh, thank goodness!
10: <laughs> <laughs> so, I, and, and we know as RDs, and well, as anybody at park run, yes, it's great to have first timers. But the key is, do they come back? Yes. And uh, there's a lovely girl called Polly who I'm hoping to chat with if not she might have gone already but um, but I I like, oh g'day Polly what are you doing she's like I came last week I walked and today I ran it think oh, that is amazing and see
11: those are stories I love to yeah. hear and so. I love that here at Lockheel we've got a very very big walking community mm. there's probably a good 30, 40 that are out every week
10: walking brilliant and I
11: just love it they're brilliant. a great bunch it's good isn't yeah.
10: it well speaking of that I'm going to walk uh, back uh, to find a coffee because uh, my the coffees my, at Lockheel they are and lime milkshakes oh I for that but the coffee's like <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Janet, and Thank congratulations um, on uh, on uh, everything that you do for Park Run and, and making everybody's um, Park Run day, you know, so special.
11: My pleasure. It means the world to me. It
10: Love really your work. Does. Good on you. Thanks, yeah. Janet. Oh, happy streaking. Happy streaking. Yes, yeah, streaky September. There you goes, Janet. You're doing three six five, aren't you? Oh wow. See one of Billow's mates. Well done. Good on you. Good on you, Janet. All right, I'm going to wander back now uh, to find the uh, the crew uh, walking back past uh, the legends who worked on it. Well done, Kate. Thanks, PK. Well Good done. See you again. See you, mate. Say bye. 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 <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, so it's been another awesome day. I don't think I'm going to actually get a chance to ca- uh, catch Polly, who I referred to, but um, I can talk about um, how wonderful, as I said, it is that uh, someone does... Um, come back. As we know, it's um, not easy coming to Parkrun, but uh, to actually do it, do it the next week. And, uh, and those who are addicted, I don't know if you can remember. Can you remember your first time? Can you remember your second time? I certainly remember my second time. I was just... Uh, so uh, enamored with this world and had to and convince my my family to come back you know i think that's what it was because he wanted to share it uh, i'm hoping there are a lot of people that did do park run for the second time this week after last week coming along for the uh, bring a friend and I, actually i think that's what uh, polly who i talked about that's she came last week for as part of bring a friend and then came back for the second week so yeah we're just uh, walking back now um, and i also just wanted to just uh, chime in here and uh, thank you, Mel, uh, for the wonderful experience uh, again of being the co-host. Um, not sure who, uh, who we're listening to this week, but I'm sure they're um, awesome and doing a great job. And talk loved your work last week, mate. Love it. So how good is it that this podcast is still continuing and uh, keeping people inspired about the awesome world that we love that is Parkrun. Run? Anyway, just signing off now, just a short one for PK today. Um, you'll be pleased to know. Um, Keep doing awesome things, everyone. Cheers.
12: G'day, Parkrun Adventurers. It's Lyndall. And um, I've just left my hotel in North Milan or Milano Nord in search of the Milano Nord Parkrun. Now, I don't know whether Google Maps is making this overly complex for me, but apparently there's not very many entrances to the park. And even though the park run is literally across the road from my hotel, I have to walk for one and a half k's to get to the entrance. So, I've left with lots of time. I don't want to miss this one, particularly... Look, I drove three hours from France to get here. And I'm driving four and a half hours back to France after the park run (laughs) um, to fulfil my other commitments. So... You could say it's been a bit of a mercy dash of an adventure today um, to tick off another country and a new park run and, um, yeah, see what it's like to do park run in another country. Wish me luck. Um, The other thing I'm not so sure about, it's my first park run in a non-English speaking country, so... Wish me luck on that front as well. <laughs> it will be an adventure in more ways than one. So I'll check in again soon when I've found the park run. All right, I think I'm on the right track. I've found a flag, but it's not in a park. It's at a coffee shop. I've never seen a park run flag at a coffee shop. So this must be the after coffee place. Now I've found the owner. Is that right?
13: Yes, we are uh, partner uh, for uh, Italian uh, Parco Nord the Park Run, uh, and after the race, we offer uh, for the runner uh, coffee and ice cream, the best ca- the best ice cream
12: in Italy. <laughs> <laughs> that that sounds like a deal to me. <laughs> See you later on.
9: <laughs> See you later.
12: All right, I finally found the entrance to the park. Hello. This is, this is the welcoming committee. There's a man here directing people. Hello, what's your name?
14: Um, Batista. <laughs>
12: Batista. Do you help people find the park run here? Uh,
14: no, no, speak English. <laughs> ah. <laughs> it's
12: little, okay. Little no, English. no, no. It's okay. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Grazie.
14: Please, please, plego. Grazie, plego. Grazie for park run. <laughs> please. <laughs> please.
12: <laughs> Let's do the run.
14: Uh, okay. uh, Dritto.
12: This uh, way? Uh,
14: uh, 100 metres. Uh, start the park run.
12: Wonderful. Grazie, grazie. Prego. <laughs>
14: Bye.
13: So, we're at so
12: one of the folks that jumped out of a taxi to the welcoming committee uh, found found these guys. What's your name? Where are you from?
13: My name is Trish Matimo. This is my husband, Trevor. And we are from Lucky Park Run in Boyle in County Roscommon in the west of Ireland.
12: That's a really long place location. It's a long place location,
13: <laughs> but to give you the full directions, it is in Connacht, which is on the western seaboard, so it's a small little place in Ireland, but we love it. And we are 48 people that have travelled to Milan for parkrun tourism. And you've come here, 48, just yeah. to tour? Just to tour, yeah. Just because we've yeah. travelled earlier on this year, we went to the parkrun at Severn Bridge in Bristol. And what else have UK. we done, here yeah. yeah, in the UK. And we have... We do a lot of park run tourism locally in Ireland, so we try to do our 5Ks, (laughs) shake it up a little bit every week and just see a different place, you know.
12: So so, why Milano Nord and why Italy? Why why not? Precisely. Why, why not? Hey, I've got a hot tip. They do ice cream afterwards, oh, so yes. yes. <laughs> win win all the, the way. Best ice cream in Italy, Woo-hoo. apparently. So win Win-win. win
13: win 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 win. Great, uh-huh. brilliant. And how long are you in Italy for? We're here until Monday. Okay, so, so we travelled from days. yeah three yeah. days. Traveled yesterday, and we're traveling back on Monday morning early. So. Back to back to square one on Monday, but we'll have
7: bouncing our step
13: okay. after <laughs> <laughs> the Milan
12: box ticked. Yeah, we'll exactly. have the Milan Park one box ticked. <laughs> ciao. Ciao, 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 ciao. Is this our run director? Hello.
14: No, not so run director. I'm a directo. uh, starter. Oh. oh, the starter. And detta uh, i token. Oh, and token. token assistant. The
12: token okay. Assistant.
13: okay. A very
14: important job. Uh, my job? Yes. Uh, I am uh, uh, sono in the office. Work okay, in the yes, office. Yes.
12: And you volunteer at Parkrun.
14: one uh, Non capito. Oh,
12: <laughs> it's okay. Thank you very much. Thank oh. you for helping to run Parkrun today.
14: Ah, okay. Ah, <laughs> bene, bene, <laughs> bene, molto bene.
12: <laughs> See you later.
14: Ro allora, partiamo là, È
8: tutta lì. Okay
12: okay we're back at the cafe we've had our post run ice cream and i have to say it might have might be the best ice cream in italy <laughs> and i'm here so. with max
14: yeah ha- nice ha- to nice to meet you uh, max
12: yeah. you are the run director today and also the event director for exactly. milano nord
14: yeah Yes, so today we have broken the national record with 230 people running and walking. So I'm pretty happy about it.
12: (laughs) Yes, it was a very celebratory, festive park run today.
14: Yeah, we we, we did a special party just for the foreign people coming today, a lot of Irish people, uh, Australian and English people. Uh, we have also people coming from the southern part of America, uh, a Russian one, so a lot of <laughs> foreign people.
12: So you, you have lots of tourists here yeah. every week?
14: Yeah, every week, every week. So even if we are not a very touristic place in Italy, obviously, you know, Venice or Florence or Rome. Uh, so, we are a pretty international city, so there are a lot of people coming here for business. So, t- tomorrow, for example, there's a Formula One Grand Prix in Monza <laughs> next to the park. So, I guess some people are, are coming here just for that event.
12: Yes, I spoke to one man from the UK okay. who was here for the Grand Prix, okay. and also two from South Africa. Yeah. You had come from for the Grand Prix no, the
14: as well. The forecast is um, 200,000 people today, tomorrow in Monza. So a lot That's of people coming just for the Grand Prix. Well,
12: I wonder why we only had 200 at Parkrun. Now, Max, how long have you been involved in Parkrun and how did you get involved?
14: Uh, so we started three years ago. We have the anniversary in a pair of weeks. Uh, this has been the third park run that started in Italy. We were less than 1,000 registered people in Italy at that time, and I discovered uh, it uh, just for case. Uh, I was typing uh, on the um, on the internet for a run in a park. So I discovered Parkrun and I wrote an an email and they answered to me, so I decided to start here. Yes,
12: wonderful. (laughs) And that's how you got involved, was just jumping in and starting a whole new Parkrun.
14: Yes, so (laughs) uh, I guess today is my presence uh, number 140 as a volunteer. Yes. So probably I'm um, in the first three in the ranking yes. in Italy as volunteer
12: you are a super volunteer
14: Max <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I volunteer because I, I'm a little bit lazy I, I don't like run <laughs> you, you <laughs> yeah. don't
12: like to run but yeah, you sure. like to volunteer
14: oh <laughs> uh, yeah someone uh, has to do it
12: that's right and you bring so much happiness to so many people oh, thanks. I, I've been to a lot of different park runs and okay. the party yeah at Milano Nord is second to none. it is probably the most festive park run I've ever Thank been you. to.
14: Thank you no uh, <laughs> I was thinking because yeah I'm used to go to the Six Nation tournament. And uh, we have always a lot of Irish and Italian people singing all together before yes. the match. So I decided it was the right uh, way to, to party today yes. with the National Anthems.
12: It albums. was very beautiful. I, I should Excellent. have tuned up my vocal cords and sung Land Down okay. Under or something. No, no.
14: So <laughs> I'll you, save
12: I will save you from that, Max. Yeah. <laughs>
14: You need to invite invite a lot of Australian people so that uh, we can sing as well, the Australian anthem. Yes, I think
12: that's a plan. All right. Why not? Why not? (laughs)
14: Yeah. I've been uh, in uh, Australia three times, so I'm very fond of Australian people and uh, habits. So I, I would be grateful for me to have a lot of Australian people hosting here.
12: Well, I will certainly give... Milano Nord Park One, a big thumbs up to every Australian that I know. Thank you, (laughs) thanks a lot. Because I've had such a wonderful experience here, so thank you very much, Max. Um, And all the best for another big party in a few weeks' time at your anniversary. And is there anything else that you would like to say to the adventurers?
14: Just to invite all the Australian people coming here in Europe, so they want to pass here, we'll be happy to to show some of the beauties we have in Milan. Thank you.
12: Thank you Max. Thank you so much and thank you for putting on this parkrun. It's wonderful. Thank you. Thanks a
14: lot.
12: Alrighty Parkrun Adventurers. That's a wrap from me from Milano Nord Parkrun. Now I am so so happy that I came here. It wasn't a given it wasn't on our original itinerary but um you know, Aussies being Aussies and knowing that it's only three hours drive or four hours drive, it's that's nothing for us. So it was too good an opportunity and I thought I'd give it a crack and what an experience. The community here is so friendly, they're so happy, it's a party atmosphere. The course itself is really quite beautiful. It's a flat two-loop course through one of the probably biggest parks going around in metropolitan uh, Milan um so it's a really nice course um and Max what a sweetheart what just a lovely lovely man he is and the contribution he's made to start a park run here in Milan is just really really special so whew, that's it for me that's a wrap um this is Lyndall over and out for the Channel 5 News crew on the Parkrun adventurers,
3: and hello, we're at uh, what's it Harcourt Hill Parkrun, and I'm with
8: Catherine Daly, uh, Mark Taylor.
3: Okay, and you two are virtually looking after the the run today. Could you tell me a little bit about the history of the course?
8: Um yeah sure, so Harcourt Hill is just on the outskirts of oxford so we're we're part of the oxford um, park run group um we're hosted by Oxford Brooks University, so we run on their campus. Our course is a two lapper it's run pretty much all on grass, and despite our name, it's a pretty flat park run very um I think of all the the local runs we're probably the um uh, the, the 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 baby of the of the group. We probably get an average of about 100, 120 runners here every week, compared to our neighbours who tend to get more like three, four, five hundred. So we like to think of ourselves as small but friendly. Um, and uh, yeah, I think we, we're next week um, we'll celebrate our 250th run And in October we'll celebrate our fifth birthday It is our fifth, Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're looking forward to celebrations for that Darn, so I've so missed yeah. out
3: on cake yet Oh again. yeah, yeah,
8: <laughs> <laughs> sorry, if you were here next week or in October It'll be cake there, There'll be cake yeah, yeah. <laughs> First rule okay. of park run
3: <laughs> I will say it, it's a really nice course to run around It's relatively level but there's uh, a section that does go uphill somewhat and uh, my legs were f- certainly feeling that by the second lap through there. You've also got some fantastic trees on the course, which I, I really did appreciate going through.
8: Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah. I, I was tail walking today, which is always nice because you get the chance to, to take in the scenery and the and the views. And so, yeah, we, we, we run around a, a small golf course, which is nice. And so we get some and then there's a small section through a little woodland as well, which yeah. is, is a breaks up the, up the course a bit. So yeah, it's good. Okay.
3: And Mark, you were saying that uh, you've actually been involved with an, an MS group.
15: Yeah, so Parkrun in the UK, uh, with the Department of Health, um, set up something called the PROVE project, which was uh, set up to get people with uh, chronic, acute and long-term uh, conditions involved in Parkrun, uh, whether it was uh, running, walking or volunteering and one of those groups was the uh, multiple sclerosis group and I've had MS for about 16-17 years so for a year I was the parkrun ambassador for MS going around encouraging people with MS to join in um, and volunteer and getting some of the larger charities in the UK the MS Society and the MS Trust to uh, take over a, a parkrun to sort of spread the message Um, And that has been a lot of fun, uh, especially since a lot of people don't realize uh, the importance of volunteering. Uh, So runs fabulous if you want to get fit, but it's also fabulous if you want to just get out and and spend some time with people. And for the MS community, uh, it can be uh, quite a lonely life. Um, But if you know you can come out every Saturday and help with a run, get to know people, have a coffee afterwards, it, it stops the loneliness of that particular condition so parkrun's fantastic for that
3: yeah park park parkrun's actually quite useful for many different things and uh, i guess the the guy who started it uh does consider the social side to be as important as the or more important than the actual running
15: yeah absolutely it's it's a huge thing i think when he started it off the idea was that uh he would organize everything as long as everyone would have a coffee with them at the end um and that is a core thing i I think parkrun is very proud the average time of a park run has gone down each year. This is this, you know, if people want to run fast, that's fine, but it's much more of a general community of people who just want to get together on a Saturday morning um, and get a bit of air on their skin and have a coffee afterwards.
3: Okay. And the other one is both of you two seem to get around to quite a few different park runs.
8: (laughs) Yeah. We're slightly obsessive park run tourists, uh, especially me. I'm the park run tragic of the family. So uh, I plan Mm. our holidays and our weekends around uh, park runs. So I think, I'm on about 83 different ones um, I think Mark's done about 60 something different ones as well 62 so. 63 yeah so, like that. so we don't we're, we're not here home at Harcourt Hill as, as probably as much as we should be but uh, and
3: what would you say would be some of your favorite uh, courses
8: oh well I think what a real highlight this year for us was we were two of a group of about 150 people that did the New Year's Day double um, running in Copenhagen in Denmark at nine o'clock and then two hours later Later, uh, um, in Malmo, Sweden. Um, so it was the first international yeah. New Year's Day double and it was just fantastic. We it, had an absolute blast.
15: Brilliant, yeah. absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Having to uh, run, not just the park run, but to the train.
8: We, we never and stopped <laughs> running that day from, from the running the park run, running to the train. Getting in the train, running to the start, running the second, but it, it was just brilliant. We were on a high for, for weeks after that. Absolutely. So, uh, and
15: the people of Copenhagen and Malmö were incredibly friendly. So the park run directors of both uh, races coordinated. Runs,
8: not races. Runs. <laughs>
15: It's a race stroke no, no, run. No, but... it's not. <laughs> okay, Mel. There's a bit of editing that may be involved here. <laughs> no, 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 no. So, but but the coordination was fabulous, and uh, the Malmo run director deliberately slowed down her briefing to make sure people could sort of uh, join and catch yeah. up, um, and it was just fabulous. It was one, probably my favourite tourist run so far. Yeah. I think overall. But and
8: I've. This year I completed my park run alphabet, which um, I was quite proud of. So, in, and in the UK, you have you, there's no Z. You have to go yeah. abroad. So, so I went over with a group of other UK park run tourists to Zielona Gora in Poland, which was a fantastic experience. So, uh, so yeah, we've we've been around a bit. We've just come back from a family holiday in Canada, where we managed to squeeze in three park runs on the west. Uh, west coast of Canada.
15: Oh, I think you'd qualify rather well as uh, Park Run Tourist. Park Run yeah, Tourist yeah, yeah. tragic. Or, or Nuts, yeah. <laughs> whatever. I mean I've got an injury at the moment so I only walked one of them, but you know volunteering across the world, you know David you know this, yeah. you just volunteered today, yeah. it's just as fabulous. Um, so you know helping out at uh, Whistler and helping out at uh, Richmond Park Run yeah. in uh, Vancouver yeah. um, was, was great, uh, but it was nice to walk Calgary. Uh, that was a really friendly. Yeah, no, Nose, Nose Hill was great. Nose Hill,
8: wasn't it? yeah. yeah thank you. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We, we've got around, and we try to travel a lot in the UK as well. We're, we're lucky here that we're really never that far from mm. from a park run. I get you guys. I think have to travel a bit further sometimes to to do your touring, but uh, yeah, but it's <laughs> no, growing. <laughs> no,
3: look, it's great. Um, I enjoyed the course today. The, the, the people more than anything else.
8: Oh, well, it's great. Thank- to, great to meet you. Great to have you here. And
3: I, yeah. I thank both of it.
8: Yeah. Thank you very much, and
3: and I should also say, yeah, I'm glad to hear that you knew all about Scotty and Mel.
8: Yes, well, I, I, I'm a, I'm a big Park Run podcast fan. I love listening to the With Me Now podcast. I don't know if you, you know yes. that, which is hosted by Danny Norman and Nicola Forward. Um, but some, I lo- and, and through them, I got to hear about the Park Run adventurers. And so, hello to Mel. Hello to Scotty. Um, yeah, we think you, you you do a great job too. So it's great to hear about our Park Run friends on the other side of the world. Absolutely.
3: Beautiful. Thank you both.
8: Thank no you. Thank you thank come back you. soon. Okay.
0: <laughs> Another massive contribution of awesome roving reports from the Channel Five news crew. Again, I should mention that Mark's report from Jin and Parkrun should have been included in last week's podcast. One hundred percent, my bad. I I had a bit of a moment, or or several moments actually, because he told me via email and Facebook <laughs> that he had submitted said files, and I still completely missed adding it in and didn't realize until after I'd edited the pod. So, mark my apologies.
1: But how lovely is Gin I've been I've been to Jinendira.
0: It is gorgeous, and I mean, I obviously, would like to try out the new course, but I, I don't imagine it is extremely different from what the old course was. They still run around the lake. But, yeah, beautiful event. And Greta, Greta was at Strathalbyn talking to some grannies, which was um, <laughs> awesome. It sounds like they've uh, definitely been around, especially coming from Main Beach, heading all the way down to SA. We have PK. And you know what I really loved? When he was chatting to Janet and and they were talking about the, the pre-event briefing and that she asked if there were any second timers. Janet, I am totally stealing that for my pre-event brief in future.
1: I love that idea. Yeah, and that, that's really good that Medibank's Bring a Friend Day has um, been, been a success and that uh, those people came along on Bring a Friend Day and decided they liked this thing called Parkrun that we're addicted to.
0: and Lyndall was in Italy this week this one was a bit of a special one for me to listen to because I used to live in Milan I mean pre-park run unfortunately but I cannot wait to have a visit look at all the old haunts and grab myself a park run while I'm there
1: just this week I had this idea that if I was going to book an overseas trip how would be the challenge of trying to do every single country in the world (laughs) That would be a level up.
0: It would definitely be a level up. It would take about six months of your life and a lot (laughs) of finances, I expect. Or you would need some kind of really rich benefactor to bankroll
1: it for you. I mean, unless
0: you can just afford that.
1: No, no, no. We're going to win Tatslotto Lotto on the weekend because (sighs) Paul – Got a ticket, so I'll be good.
0: Oh, so I, I shouldn't bother buying one myself then <laughs> if you're gonna win it. <laughs> and and Dave, our final roving reporter for the week, he was at Harcourt Hill Park Run in Oxford, uh, speaking to some listeners of the pod. So hello to Catherine and Mark. Thank you so much for listening. And uh by all accounts, Dave had a wonderful morning. So thanks for your hospitality there as well, guys. Now Melissa, there are no launches this week. You've already mentioned that uh, there's been quite the dry spell in the formerly known as the greatest state of
1: Victoria. Oh, I don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to go that far. I'm going to keep holding the flag. We're still the greatest state down here.
0: Uh, Scotty's not here to defend the title. I mean, half well, half of the roving reporters,
1: granted, are yeah, Victoria. I think we've got the balance of power. <laughs> How many Queenslanders are on the uh? Roving,
0: we've got two, we've got two in Queensland, yeah, so we've got three in Victoria, in two in South <laughs> Australia. Mm. We still never quite got that one in WA. I, I had somebody in mind who I was hoping would step up to the plate, but he never sent me the roving report he promised he would. We need, I'm talking to you, Maddie. We need another girl, Mel.
1: <laughs> we're, we're not balanced girls to boys in the Channel 5 news crew.
0: Oh, we need we need more gender equality. Mm. This is true. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, ladies, look, we, we should have an amnesty period where it's not difficult to join the Channel 5 news crew. Oh, what? Hang, I, on,
1: hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Let's
0: That (laughs) far. Having spoken to you, I'm I'm starting to worry that maybe we've made it seem really difficult and unattainable and scared people off. (laughs) And we don't want people to be scared of it. And look, there's not even any requirement to join the Channel 5 news crew. If you just want to do a one-off roving report, you can do that. Just Head out there, use the in-built audio recording thing on your smartphone if you've got one and drop us an email at parkrunadventures at gmail.com. We would love to hear from all over the country, all over the world. Anyone who wants to do one, send it in.
1: And Mel, can I give people a little tip? Please. please. <laughs> I used to get really stressed at first because I thought I had to record a whole interview from from start to finish and not make any mistakes. And if I made a mistake, I had to go, oh, oh can we do that again? I, I might, you know, I fluffed it. And then I realized, oh, I can just edit it. It's <laughs> just cut the crappy bits out.
0: Absolutely. And even if people don't have the power or the knowledge to do the editing themselves, we can do that for you on this end. I am you know four weeks into being self-taught at this whole editing malarkey (laughs) and I think I'm doing okay so far you are I've got some room for improvement I know getting there slowly and I know how to remove ums and ahs where they happen with enough um well there you go I'll get rid of that one No, I won't (laughs) I should probably keep it in for illustrative purposes (laughs) <laughs> I know how to remove them when there's enough space either side without the noise. And usually there is. People tend to take a break before they do them. Speaking of breaks, I have not had a break in 10 days from streaking. But how are you doing, Mel? Are you, You're still on the streak bandwagon?
1: Yes, I'm streaking. I'm, I'm still going. I'm making an effort every day, at least walking two kilometres if I don't have a run. Uh, but you know, Mel, mine's more swoopy September.
0: Spring is the time for uh, magpies to nest and or get very protective about said nests and do some swooping. We've already had swoops on the podcast. Gary... Uh, got swooped a couple of weeks ago on the Gold Coast when he was just standing there minding his own business in his propeller hat, giving high fives <laughs> on the course. And you're having your own version of streaky September, swoopy September. You've moved to a new house and the magpies
1: live there too. Well, I've spent all year feeding these magpies. I'm trying to make friends with them. I want I want to be that lady who can hand feed them and I go out every morning and I give them a little bit of meat. You know, I, I know you're not supposed to give them bread and the other things so I've, I've been reading up and learning how to make friends with them because I love magpies but it just seems that all I've managed to do is make my house ground zero for magpie swooping <laughs> <laughs> and, and nobody can come to my front door and my kids are swooped and the postman swooped. Do they
0: swoop you though? Yes. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. So, so they're swooping the head of the hand that feeds them.
1: Yes. I know, right? And
0: well, you've debunked that myth.
1: I know. And I put on social media, I did a little video footage because it was hilarious the other day. My daughter came to visit and she brought the dogs and the dogs were trapped in the car because she got swooped as she got out and she was too scared to go back and Paul had to go and rescue them and the magpies madly swooping and I'm standing there videoing, laughing my head off, thinking it's hilarious. And I posted it on social media and everybody's saying, you've got to feed them. You've got to feed them and I'm like, I have been
0: <laughs> <laughs> So what you need to say is that's a lie. Feeding doesn't work.
1: <laughs> but it's okay because I love them and I know they're only doing what comes naturally and he's being very protective of his little magpie family that's obviously close by. I can just empty the mailbox at night and I can take the bins out at night. It's it's all good. It's only for a few weeks. <laughs>
0: birds do funny things at this time of year
1: so I'm trying to streak in different places so I, I obviously clearly can't go up and down my street that's my goal well
0: I'm really bored with my local area this is my problem I, w- I wanted to streak elsewhere just because I'm tired of all the local streets
1: I know right how about all these people on on the streaky group and all the fancy photos they've got I'm getting very jealous
0: the photos are awesome. I'm loving. I'm loving now that Streaky Bingo is out. Starting to see the incoming pics of unusual letterboxes and uh, gnomes. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the influx of gnomes.
1: Yes, I've got letterbox FOMO. Everybody in my estate's very um, by the rules. <laughs> there's no. There's. I'm going to have to go searching. I'm wondering. Um, How many people are going to
0: streak to Bunnings to get a selfie with a gnome?
1: Oh, oh, I'm working at Bunnings. I didn't think of that. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Next week. Next week. (laughs) and
0: and this is the thing um i I was having a chat to scotty about the the different streaky september challenges this year and and he wanted to know what the significance of a selfie with a gnome was because this was my idea and i said well (laughs) you know we we had tabitha on the pod recently and and they have Kirk who's their resident gnome out at Broken Hill Racecourse Park Run and um, I said so it's kind of significant because of that however mostly it's just like what do I want to see pictures of I think people (laughs) taking selfies with gnomes would be fun so let's just see how many people we can get to take selfies with gnomes. All over the world. (laughs) Maybe, okay, we should probably go back and we should talk about what the streaky bingo challenges are for this year because we're probably getting a little bit ahead of ourselves and and possibly we've got listeners out there who haven't seen the bingo card, uh, which has been shared on the Parkrun Adventurers Facebook page. But I I will go through the streaky September bingo challenges so we want to make sure everyone's on the same page. Uh, we, we have had some interesting interpretations. I believe Tok, talk, talk. <laughs> <laughs> he took a selfie and he's like, this. I think this is going to be my selfie for so Streaky Bingo. And I was just wondering where the gnome was. <laughs> Some, somebody else pointed out to him are you the gnome talk <laughs> and he's like oh i like completely missed the gnome part and just read selfie so yes um that's one of the bonus well it's the only proper bonus on the card this year is a gnome selfie as we've just been talking about so you need to take a photo of yourself with a gnome we have had uh, errol errol thank you for listening to the pod and thanks for taking part streaky september i appreciate seeing the picture that you you took of the gnomes and i did Comment about where were you, and you said you wouldn't be in photos, but we want to see you, Errol. We want to see you with the gnomes, um, and we want to see everybody with the gnomes. So please take the selfie with the gnome uh, in order to cross that one off your bingo card. Uh, tie or tutu, Mel. Do you think you can uh, understand what this one might be? Go for a run wearing a tie or a tutu. Absolutely, or a walk in public, any kind of street. Oh, yeah, park run. That's the easiest one. This is the. Uh, one we've had every single year on Streaky Bingo and it's it's one we hope everybody should be able to achieve in the month of Streaky September. We've got with a pooch and it's got an asterisk. Do you remember what the asterisk meant last year, Mel?
1: No. No. <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> Oh, my goodness. You're sacked now too. Every, every, every co-host keeps oh, coming on and, and, and doing some kind of sackable offence. So that's yours you don't remember last year. So last year we decided that if you didn't have a dog. Oh, no, no. You know what? What? No, I, I completely am misremembering what it is. Oh, who's sacked now? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm mixing it up with streaking after 11 p.m. I don't remember what the asterisk meant last year with the pooch. If somebody can remember, please let me know. (laughs) Um, But this year, what it means is if you can't do it with a pooch, either yours or somebody else's, uh, please don't steal a dog. uh, Unless you want to take one from a refuge and and take it out for a walk for a day and there's some kind of program within which you can do that, that's great and we encourage you to do so. No, if, if you can't. Do it with a pooch, your own or borrowed. You need to streak with a pineapple because we all know I love pineapples.
1: Uh, that wouldn't be awkward to run with at all. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's, on a leash? Well, you could put it on a leash if you want to, but it's um, – I know they're a bit spiny and prickly. I, would, I mean, you might want to skin your pineapple it's first. a
1: baby so. carrier.
0: Yeah, you could do it in a baby if you've got access to a baby carrier. You know, people can get creative with these things. Uh, And then, okay, so moving right along, barefoot. (laughs) That one I think is pretty self-explanatory. Take your shoes off. Do it someplace. We recommend surfaces that are kind to feet if your feet aren't necessarily used to doing it barefoot. Sand is a good starter or possibly grass. I always barefoot run on the grass. Uh, with a friend that one is also what I would consider to be self-explanatory have I should say Mel have you got any questions about any of the ones that are on on the
1: card well I've been looking at with someone new so I I guess I've got to find somebody that I haven't been on uh, a walk with before some maybe one of my friends that isn't particularly active and I've got to drag them out for at least two kilometers (laughs) well you don't it doesn't
0: necessarily have to be an inactive person but just yeah you're right when you say with somebody who you've never been out with like one-on-one before I guess and this was Scotty's suggestion that I am co-hosting with someone new every week throughout the whole month of Streaky September so let's let's let everyone streak with someone new and and you know make some new connections and and hear some new stories because that's what always happens when you streak with someone you, you always end up talking I thought that was a nice one to add in a uh, good idea Scotty like yeah then we've got uh, streaky Strava art has made a return. I love this one. And it's open to interpretation what you consider to be Strava art. But, yeah, uh, anyone can do any kind of Strava art. They don't have to be massive, massive case. We are not asking people to go that crazy, you know. You can do your Strava art on an oval and it can be quite small as long as it looks like something. And you know, it could be abstract art. That's okay. We will not judge. Beauty and art is in the eye of the beholder. Now unusual letterbox. This is another of Scotty's brainchilds. I I'm I'm really intrigued about this. I'm enjoying seeing the letterboxes that have come in so far people taking photos of people's letterboxes. Uh, I hope nobody sort of gets in trouble with any of the owners of houses for just stopping and taking pics of letterboxes. But uh, you you mentioned that you've got really boring letterboxes in your neighbourhood.
1: Well, we've got regulations that you're not allowed to have, you know, they've got to be of a certain style. So so that restricts us. So I just have to I have to go running other places. I have to go. I'm, I'm on the hunt. It's my challenge for the week it's not it's not a restriction it's forcing you to go outside
0: of the norm let's put yeah. it that way um but the final one is a park run adventure now i would like to clarify this one it doesn't necessarily mean you go to an event that you've never been to before it can mean that absolutely can mean that but It could also mean some other kind of parkrun adventure because, you know, we've always been about experiencing parkrun in a different way or in a way that is not usual for you. And I've got mine planned for a couple of weeks while I am going to a different event every week of this month. I've got an actual what I call my adventure planned for a fortnight, and I know there's another streaker in the UK who's got um, a similar adventure planned over there for that week. So that, that's going to be that's going to be our parkrun adventure, and I think this is an opportunity for people to once again be creative with what they want to do with streaky bingo and. If, if they're not able to travel further afield for the month, then just do something a bit different. Just make your park run an adventure in whichever way you please. And that will clarify, that'll classify as a tick for that item on Streaky September Bingo. I like it. So hopefully that keeps people a little bit um, interested. With streaking and and helps them mix it up a bit. I I don't know how you're going with doing it every day this month, Mel. But I'm I'm having some troubles with some days and uh, struggling to get out there with the boys and and squeeze it in every
1: day. How are you getting on with it? I'm managing to fit it in. Today was a good day. Zoe was at school, so I didn't have any other obligations this morning so I was able to jump in the car and go down to the local botanic gardens and have a have a streak in some new magpie free area <laughs> so that was really good Take a – have a Strava map. That isn't my boring round-the-block Strava map, which is also good.
0: Oh Well, I'm glad you're still on the streaking bandwagon. I have heard from other co-hosts I've had in the past that they are no longer on said bandwagon.
9: Yeah. So
0: we need to support each other and all of us will get there in the yeah. end. Ten days down so far, 20 to go. We can do it. Now we've we've been chatting we've we've been having a really great blather. This is possibly the longest in- <laughs> outro I've uh, ever recorded. Um, Oops, that's okay. It's been fun, but I do want to know before
1: we head off where are you going next week. I've got a big adventure, and I'm really excited. Details? <laughs> we've got our very first overseas park run. Just a few days and we're heading over to Singapore with some Parkrun friends. And, yes, it was planned purely around Parkrun so I could get my first flag. That
0: is a big adventure.
1: Yeah. So we're going to Bishan Parkrun in Singapore. Very excited. Very excited. (laughs) And what about you,
0: Mel? What are you up to? I'm headed to Ocean View Parkrun this weekend, another trail event, my new Nandy. Very very excited to be able to finally tick it off it um has been going for a little while now and i've always been conscious that it's not super pram friendly but i'm making adam do it because it's just it's just too close for us not to have done it yet
1: awesome is it on the sand
0: it's ocean view because it's up in the hinterland and i'm assuming there's a view
1: of the ocean i don't know i'll be able to report in on that next week oh that sounds like my kind of park run
0: there is a champagne breakfast on offer afterwards uh, oh. for anyone wishing to stick around. That's just gone on the list. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we've probably talked everybody's ears off, Mel, so we might need to wrap this up now. Thank uh, you for having me. I loved for it. Coming. It's been wonderful having you on the on the pod this week. And I'm excited to have had another female voice to have a chat with even if you are from Victoria. The
1: greatest state.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I hope you have an amazing time at your adventure in Singapore this coming weekend. I can't wait to hear all about it. And thank you so much for all your contributions to the podcast over the years
1: oh thank you
0: i i know we made it hard for you to join the channel 5 news crew but it was all in good fun and only because we knew you could handle it and would rise to the (laughs) challenge we know you love your level ups and um there's no more levels to go to now so (laughs) i've reached the top (laughs) you have i hope you don't get bored never